2: Hello and welcome to the Following On podcast from TalkSport. I'm Georgie Heath and for the next 15 minutes you'll hear all about the action from day two here at Trent Bridge where the five-day Women's Ashes Test Match ...gave us a scintillating day of cricket. It was a day for the batters and the runs flowed like the rivers of Babylon for both sides. We were treated to not one, but two centuries today. One each for Australia and England off the bats of first Annabelle Sutherland and then Tammy Beaumont just before the day closed. She will resume tomorrow on 100 so England close out day two 218 for two 255 runs behind Australia that's a lot of twos you are listening to following on podcast story of the day I'm now joined again by the wonderful Polly Starkey, cricket journalist, commentator and host of the Naughty Child Women's Cricket Podcast. Well, Polly, we're both a bit out of breath. How exciting was that to see that 100 from Tammy Beaumont just before the close of play?
3: Very exciting. Um, Not great for the nerves, going to be honest, but I thought it was a great innings by Beaumont. She took a while to get her 50, but then once she got there, uh, she kind of just continued and and found her flow. I thought it was uh, a bit of a nervy decision to go for that second run to bring up her 100, Um, but in the end, it it paid off, and I thought that she batted really, really well towards the end with Nats of a Brunt, plenty of boundaries, some perhaps more risky shots, but I thought they both played really well and have put England in a much better position to what we thought they would have been this morning well yeah there was a
2: worry obviously australia put that hefty target up they scored 473 they were all out in the end which was a sign for england it was sophie eccleston with her first five in test cricket we'll come to that in just a minute we're focusing on batting for now so england came out it was sutherland's unbeaten hundred that really put Australia in that driving seat she scored 137 not out of just 184 deliveries she then Broke through with the ball. It was Sutherland's day today. She got rid of MLM early just for 10, but it was that partnership between Tammy Beaumont and Heather Knight. 115 they put on together. Heather Knight, she was dismissed for 57, but she looked in good form too. And she is part of an exclusive club that Tammy Beaumont has now joined which is that they have both scored 100 in all three formats. I thought Knight looked really good today. And then, like you say, we saw Nat Siverbrunt come out and just play with that freedom, we know. So how do you think England will be feeling going into dinner time today?
3: Yeah, I think they won't be satisfied. They won't necessarily be comfortable, but I think they'll be quite happy uh, with the way they've batted today I think they will be disappointed with their performance with the ball this morning I think other than Sophie Eccleston Um, however they can't do much about that now and actually their focus needs to be on the batting which is something they've done really well Um, I think the fact that only two wickets down says a lot and um, there's been a lot of talk about John Lewis's style of, of brave cricket and I think that I mean that's vibrant as a player has always kind of embraced that brave style playing with a lot of freedom but she really encompassed that today, playing both uh, playing, playing with tammy Beaumont, so um I think yeah England will be quite happy, but they 've got a lot of work to do tomorrow and they they know that you know there's there 's still quite a big total to chase down, so they do need to be wary of that, but I think the way that beaumont 's come out and got her century, I think that it shows a lot of intent from England.
2: Yeah, and they have still got batting to come in that lineup. Obviously, the likes of Sophia Dunkley, Danny Wyatt, Amy Jones, and we know that Sophie Eccleston can give the ball a whack. But we can't talk about Sophie Eccleston's batting just yet because her bowling, she has put in a shift. She's actually to almost bowled a full ODI innings herself. I just dread to be her shoulder. That physio has got a lot of work to do, but she was phenomenal. She picked up five wickets. Sophie Eccleston did five for 129, she bowled nine maidens and just over 46 overs. I mean, there's a reason we call her the world's best and she really is. And she really deserved that fifa, didn't she?
3: She really didn't. I can't quite believe that she hasn't got a fifa before because yeah, she's an outstanding player and she's the sort of person every team will, will want a Sophie Eccleston and you can't really replace her. It is a bit concerning that she has bowled so many overs. So hopefully tomorrow she doesn't have to bat at all and, and she can just sit and relax all day and, and get some treatment on that shoulder because I'm, I'm sure it's probably quite tired. But the shift she's put in over, over the last two days has been fantastic. And, you know, there's a reason she's the best in the world, as you say. And getting that fifer, I think, is uh, was really a boost for England and, and getting rid of... Getting and the Aussies all out, um, although it was a high total, you know, it, they got them all out. And I think the last time that England got Australia out was, was 2014.
2: Yeah, so that's a good talking point for them there. That's a, they'll be feeling good about that. I think Sophie Eccleston deserves to go and sit, put her feet up, probably with a bucket hat on. We have just spotted the Knight doing her rounds on the telly. She is rocking a bucket hat with the front flipped up. So they're, they're feeling pretty chill, this England side. You know, they're positive. They're a really tight-knit group. We actually saw Danny Wyatt out on the balcony earlier. She was seeing off a Calippo, so they're a relaxed bunch and they'll be ready to come out again tomorrow. And just while I remember, the England A were also in action today. They actually beat Australia A. So that's another positive coming away from this England side. So yeah, they go into the close of play. They're two hundred and fifty five runs behind. But Australia they do have a strong bowling lineup in there. They've got that depth. But I think if these two can come out tomorrow, there was a worry at one point that Beaumont might go to bed tonight on 98, which we were worried about. We then saw those runs. But Nat Brunt, she came out and she played with that freedom we've seen all year. We saw her in the WPL. We know what she can do. They're going to come out and probably try and score quickly tomorrow. Still 255 behind, yes, but they can dig in. They're two batters. They're in. They're well-seasoned. What is going to happen tomorrow? To so your sort of percentage waiting at the moment.
3: Yes, yeah, difficult one. I think Australia have the upper hand. I think that's fair to say. But at the same time, I don't think you can write England off. You know, they've, it's a five-day test. So both sides have got time. And I think England will just want to bat quite a lot tomorrow, get those runs, try and get a bit of the lead. Um, and I guess we'll see what happens. But I think, yeah, of course, Australia are good. We've seen how good they are. They've got bowling options. But at the same time, England coming out today batting have shown their intent they show what they want to do and I think that really sends a message to the Aussies that they can't kind of get ahead of themselves of course they got this big score on the board but I think the way England have played is, is something we necessarily haven't seen that much from England because I think previously England might have gone into their shell a bit panicked, think well we can't get this total but I think they've kind of done the opposite today and I, think, I thought they put a great display of cricket on today
2: I think something that really stood out for me as well, there's a lot of talk about the Aussies being sort of robotic in the field. They don't miss anything. And you could tell that pressure was being put on a little. There were a few misfields, there were a few fumbles, perhaps a few chances that might have been there on a day when they felt they were really ahead. So that's something you've got it very much a mind game. And obviously, female cricketers aren't used to playing this you know, it's called test cricket for a reason. So it does get in your head more. Normally you can sort of fix it, flush it and forget about it as you go into the next game. But they've got to come back and then continue tomorrow. How important do you think that is, that they might be getting in the heads of the Aussies just that little bit?
3: Yeah, I think it's an interesting part of the game that obviously we don't see that much. And with the longevity of, of the five-day test, I think that massively plays a part. I think it'd be interesting to see as as the Aussies tire as well, because we saw England this morning, they look tired as a unit. And you know, although Sophie Ecklund was taking wickets, everyone else... I mean, including Sophie, looked quite knackered. And so that, you know, the mentality element comes into that even more. Um, and, yeah, you mentioned about Australia kind of seeming robotic. We've seen so many mistakes from them today. There were misfields. Um I think Tammy Beaumont was dropped on 88. I mean, it was quite a difficult chance um, where I think it was Jess Jonathan in the slips. But at the same time, Australia are susceptible to mistakes they're human so i think if england can try and exploit that a bit more then it, it just puts england in an even better place and what i love is
2: the idea we're going into a saturday it's going to be really hot tomorrow rumors of 28 degrees so slap on that sun cream and i like that you know weekend get the fans in get the kids in and they've we've seen what we can do today england are not You know, they're not out of this. There was talk beforehand talking about the Aussies being this sort of unbeatable force. But England are showing that they really are a force to be reckoned with themselves. So I'm hoping we see lots of fans come in tomorrow, get down to Trent Bridge and watch because it's going to be a really exciting day of Test cricket. I think England just got to come out and play with that mentality tomorrow. What would you be having for dinner if you're an English player tonight? I think a big bowl of pasta if I'm Sophie Eccleston.
3: Yeah, I mean if you're cricketer you need the carbs, but I I'd want something nice like a steak to be fair. Um, I mean, I don't really know what cricketers eat on the on an evening. I think probably carbs because they need the energy. But um, yeah, something with with plenty of energy ready to go tomorrow. But I suppose if you're Sophie Exton, you might be able to have something a bit heavier because you're relaxing tomorrow. Uh, but hopefully they do get lots of nice food ahead of a very, very important and busy day tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. They had a
2: long time in the field, perhaps could be a long time out there with the bat. We would hope that Tammy Beaumont can go on and not just make it 100, make it a, a daddy 100, a mummy 100, whatever your fancy call. Calling it a big hundred. Nat Brunt. well, we know what she can do. She's still out there in the middle as well. She is unbeaten on 41, which she raced to sort of under the radar somewhat. She came out and wasn't just a, a poke and a prod at the close of play and play till till the umpires call play. So that was exciting to see. So the end of day two here at Trent Bridge at this women's ashes test. England close it out 218 for two. Out in the middle still, Nat Siverbron unbeaten on 41. Tammy Beaumont exactly 100. England are 255 runs behind. You do not want to miss day three of the action. If you're in the area, even if you're not, get yourself down to Trent Bridge. It's going to be a really exciting day of Test cricket tomorrow. This has been the Following On podcast. Thank you for joining us.